biggest driver of self-awareness, relational awareness, and collective awareness is not being curious to seek information and knowledge about self, other, or us. I'm Leslie Ferry, ex-corporate girl turned CEO of Brise, a mobile app designed to empower individuals and ignite their career success. My personal experiences, a lifelong career in technology, and a deep desire to build something that helps others experience more joy and less stress and anxiety at work led me to create Brise. On our Bright and Wise podcast, we integrate practical skills development guidance with stories of exceptional people who share how they got to where they are today and where they want to go next. My vision is a world where everyone is happy with who they are, skilled at overcoming adversity, and achieving their goals for success. Keep listening to hear how you can become bright and wise. As we wrap up our conversation, what do each of you think is a secret to building self-awareness that can help drive success at work? Back to talk about the three components of self-awareness, right? If it's a self-awareness, relational awareness, and team awareness, I think in order to build relational awareness, barriers are our lack of curiosity. I think one of the biggest, the biggest driver of self-awareness, relational awareness, and collective awareness is not being curious to seek information and knowledge about self, other, or us. And so um, how do we build the curiosity? It's really interesting. The science all shows that once you start, you get more curious, right? So curiosity grows. So once you start to learn more about yourself, you want to learn more about yourself, especially the how and the why, not just here's the what of me, but how and why am I like this, right? Here is the how and why of the the, you know, my co-founder or my colleague, here's who they are. Then once you have the foundation of the knowledge of those, of the other person, the person you're relating to, then you can build self and relational awareness to them. So I think one of the barriers is, is lack of knowledge. So build the knowledge and then, then comes the awareness, especially at a, at a relational and a collective level. And then at a collective level, I really think um, one of the barriers is, and we love this concept to talk about from a scientific perspective, at a collective level, so team awareness, us awareness is groupthink, right? Um, especially with when you have homogeneous or not so heterogeneous teams, right? So the more similar we are, like we said, we're programmed to similar others. We are we fall prone to groupthink. Here's who we are. And we all reinforce the same idea of, who we are as a unit, um, but the more heterogeneous, the more diverse your team is, and I'm not talking just demographic, I'm talking diverse in all sense of skills, knowledge, emotions, motivations, all of those go in, um, and the more diverse that team is, the more true, if you will, the true self, the true unit you get to, because you all have these different ideas, and they'll come together to really grow the awareness of who we are as a unit. I would say one barrier is you know, people tend to understand things when they understand the mechanics behind it um, and how things work. And in the workplace, we have not focused on emotions as in the past, as much as we have more recently. Um, And so people just don't understand them as much. They don't know how to interpret their feelings or explain why they're feeling certain emotions. Um, And I highly recommend this book called How Emotions Are Made by Lisa Feldman Barrett, where she really, I mean, 
that's a whole other episode in and of itself. <laughs> I could go on forever about that, but that book does a really great job of just kind of explaining the scientific process behind emotions. And then once you understand how emotions start to arise, it's a lot easier to understand your own emotions and why they exist. And then regulate them, right? Like yeah. you would never, something we always talk about is in the workplace, oftentimes emotions are kind of suppressed, right? It's, but it's part of the person, just so much as the personality is a part of the person, just so much as the skills are a part of the person. Um, we're not saying, so we would never say suppress your, you know, your goal orientation. We would never say suppress your openness to experience. Um, but we would say regulate them, right? Regulate your introversion, regulate your extroversion, regulate your personality characteristics. And so, but knowing what they are, again, back to self-awareness, knowing your personality, know your emotional tendencies, your, that makes you more emotionally fluent. Um, that's our synonym to emotional intelligence. And so I think um, what we we really push for is, un, is, is, a, is emotional awareness as well. That's a part of the self and how that shows up at work. And then how do you adjust accordingly? Not turning them off, not, not naming them. They're there. They're going to be there just like your personality is. It's just adjusting accordingly. If you find our podcast interesting, please leave us a rating and review so others can benefit too. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.